You're listening to The Lion's Den on FNR Football Nation Radio. Welcome back to The Lion's Den here on FNR Football Nation Radio and on the Preston Lions Facebook page. It is the official Preston Lions Club show. I'm Josh Parrish. I've got Rob Stambolziev with me here. But turns out we had so much to get through at the start of the show that I missed a couple of things, Rob. So apologies that some of the details slipped through the net. net, But uh, what we need to tell you is that if you haven't picked up your membership yet, um, first off, what are you doing? But secondly, it will be at the at the gate. So uh, when you when you come into the ground on Friday night, your membership will be available to pick up between six and eight p.m. Not half an hour before kickoff. Uh, that that's when you know we've got to file everybody through and not have anyone picking anything up. Same can be said for sponsorship packs and honor board packs. They'll be there at the gate to pick up between six and uh, eight p.m. And merchandise is going to be sold as well while stocks last. So, again, get in early. Um, but we will have merchandise on sale tomorrow night. It's a massive night for the club. It's a massive night for this man, Rob Stambolziev. Welcome to the Lions Den. Pleasure to be here. I'll just get your mic just next to your mouth there so we can hear everything you say because the senior men have started with two wins from two. They've been close-cut things, though. It's been pretty... Uh, I would say heart-stopping for the supporters, maybe for the players as well. Uh, but round one, injury time winner. Round two, a one-nil win where you had a million chances, but the ball just wouldn't go in the back of the net. We play for our fans. Uh, <laughs> we, we like to create that excitement. <laughs> but um, So you're just keeping us in suspense just to, so we get our, our money out of the ticket, right? Exactly. No, look, we've had two competitive games. Uh, first of all, the North Sunshine, uh, the derby. And, um, yeah, we got the goal late on with Chris Davies. And um, massive to get a derby goal um, and in front of our fans that had missed that much football. Um, but look, we look at both games, we're six points. Um, that's, that's the target. doesn't matter mm. sometimes how we play. Um, they're tough opposition. We know how hard it is to go to the Sunshine game, then to go to Springvale away. Um, mm. Not many teams could probably get the results we did there. So it's good to get that out of the way. And now we look focused forward to Geelong tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that North Sunshine game was... It was brutal in many senses of the word, but particularly the heat, uh, which I don't know if people saw our, uh, our post-match interview that we did, but we thought we lost the footage because the sun was beating down and my camera actually overheated, managed to, to recover most of it. But uh, you were uh, overheating a little bit as well, mate. <laughs> yeah, like well, coming straight from work, I had, I had the open homes in the morning and auctions, um, coming to the game in that heat. Um, and the pressure in the game and, you know, you give everything mm. on the pitch, um, ended up cramping. Um, but it was good that we've got players that come in and... Well, there were groans from the supporters when you went down because you were probably our best player in the first half. Oh, just trying to help the team as much as I can, um, whether it be trying to attack players, try and create, and um, always being an option for my teammates. So it's good that in the end that there is um, mm. players that do who aren't playing that can come in, change the game as well if I'm not there or someone else. And in the end, the three points is what mattered. What I'm seeing from you this season is a real assertiveness to your game. You're getting in between the lines. You're presenting for the ball. You're demanding the ball. And that's, you know, we could even hear it on the effects mic last week. You really want, you really want the ball to your feet when you find space. It's actually very refreshing because the last thing you want is a player to be hiding when they don't want it, right? Uh, I, we joke about it in training. Um, 
even if I've got two, three men around me, I'll, I'll be shouting for the ball. <laughs> I'll be shouting for the ball. So, yeah, they, they kind of, I've got to kind of calm it down sometimes with my hand gestures and stuff like that. But <laughs> I like – see, I like that. I want a player who wants it. You yeah. Know? When I'm looking up, I don't want everyone backing off and saying, not me, not me, and I'm going, where's, where, where's my options? Like, yeah, it's the emotion. I, I play with it. It kind of jeez me up and stuff like that. But in the end, it's just trying to provide an option, an alternative uh, pass for my teammates and being that player. Well, you and Benji Levitikos have developed this really interesting chemistry where it used to be, you know, you're always coming inside onto your left foot, Benji overlapping. But I've actually seen a little bit of a tweak recently where Benji is is coming inside into midfield a little bit more. Is that like a relationship that you two have been developing in training? Well, we've had the convos all the time with Kappa and all that training, stealing Rob, stay out wide, then come in. Um, <laughs> but yeah, our games, we, we've got a great uh, chemistry together. Um, we love playing together on the right. Um, if it's me coming in, it's him going out, or vice versa. It's more just to give our options on our right. We do yeah. like we do like to see more of the ball than we. <laughs> well, everyone wants the ball. Exactly, exactly. So um, no, like he's he's a talented young lad, and we I'm, we're grateful to I'm grateful to have him on the right back position. And hopefully, see him many years to come. Absolutely. Well, I, I love the chemistry that's developing there, and. Coming into this Friday night, I mean, there must have been a buzz about training. Tell me about training because, I mean, you know that there's a record-breaking crowd that's coming in, filling that stand. You're going to have thousands and thousands of people cheering you on. That must give a real buzz and zip to the session this week. That's why we chose Preston. Um, all these boys that we've got in the team, they could play in higher leagues, um, but that's what drew us to it. We've got the fans, um, the stadium, and that was before all this infrastructure infrastructure came in yeah. um, and then on the bounce we've been starved of football everyone wanted to come back this season they've all come in top shape they know the competition for places and then this is just a bonus it's a, more of a celebration for the fans but for us we know we're focused on of course we like the outside noise and we want the crowd but for us it's getting the job mm. done against Geelong does it make it a little bit extra special for you with this this Macedonian derby that we've got for me yeah I was I'm a junior from the club from eight years old I used to come here even from younger, watching the seniors play and stuff like that. So it was a special moment. Um, we're proud of our Macedonian culture and to have Geelong here. We've got DJ Mungol and yeah, all that. Exactly. So he'll get the vibe going, no doubt. And uh, yeah, it's just a, it's a proud moment for us as Macedonians. It must be. Well, outside, you already mentioned it, but outside of football, real estate, right? If you were showing people around this brand new pavilion... Can you tell us about some of the features... I've just sprung this on him, by the way. <laughs> Can you tell us about some of the free features that you would be spruiking? Oh, it's it's you got to come and see it for yourself. Yeah. Um, no words can do it justice. Uh, you can sell it as much as you want. It's something that the community are just going to love. Um, get down here tomorrow. I'm sure it's going to be in, it's going to come in droves. It's going to be people that miss out, but yeah. we're all welcome. This is going to be a place for generations to come. Uh, our kids, the our grandparents, our uh, yeah. fathers, their, their kids, and yeah, for generations to come. Speaking of, you know, you, you, the generations and, and, and the pride, this week uh, we had, well, in the, in the past uh, seven days or so, we had, we had Macedonia in action in the World Cup qualifying playoffs. Where were you when the goal went in against Italy and uh, how did you react? I'm probably still celebrating the goal against <laughs> Italy, to be fair. Um, no, one, no, no one cares about the Portugal game. We're not going to talk about that. No, no, we, we kind of knew. <laughs> um, no, we're just, happy. we're just happy and proud of all the players that went out there um, no one expected Macedonia to do anything special. Um, it's just that we're on the map now. Everyone knows mm. that we're a footballing nation. Um, we had the Euros and stuff like that. Um, it was just building onto that. And that's a good platform for us as Preston Lions that 
if you're a junior and stuff like that, this is the place where if you had that feeling of Macedonia scoring, I kind of get it. It's like when you come here, when someone else puts, like Chris Davis scores the goal, we get that same feeling as that. So, yeah. you know, um, it's the closest thing we'll come to <laughs> playing for Macedonia um, and that's why it's a special club. Well, Preston comes first, mate. Take it, take it or leave the international <laughs> stuff. But, exactly. uh, it was fantastic to see this pavilion packed for both those qualifying games. The roof came off the place when, uh, when uh, Macedonia scored against Italy in the last minute. Uh, I think we're going to create some special memories out there tomorrow night on that, on that big playing surface. You've trained on it. What's it feeling like? And uh, what difference does it make to play on a surface like that? Not only the, the quality of the pitch, but also the size of it. And that's the thing. Um, people are going to be surprised about the size of the pitch. It is, it, it's a really big pitch. Um, but we knew that coming into the season. That's why we got all fit. Um, we know that's going to be the difference against other oppositions. Um, we just, we just, it's our, it suits our playing style to be able to play expansive football that we're trying to do um, yeah. and creative and quality that we've got on the pitch. Just allows us with the like carpet out there. It's got the width and all that sort of stuff. So we just want to play our brand of football and entertain the fans. Well, they're going to tell you to stay wide, Stanberg, because there's plenty of space out on that <laughs> flank, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, we've got enough to do there and try and beat my man and all that and create four opportunities for our team to win. You mentioned the, the coaching staff. Kappa is the one with the details, right? He's the, he's the one, you know, hand on his shoulder, you know, he's noticed something on the, on the game footage or whatever. Louis is, I'm, I'm not sure if he's ever watched a game back. He saw all that he needed to see on the sideline, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, look, they complement each other um, 100%. They've, they've got totally trust in each other and for the boys. Um, we listen to every word that they tell us and try and implement as best as we can. Uh, Louis is more of a man manager, man yeah. manager. Um, yeah, look, he's been brutally honest with everyone um, throughout. So that's why I like, like him. Kappa, attention to detail, like you said. Yeah. Um, the guy's sick for football. Um, <laughs> all tactics, each player's, uh, we got a, in detail of our opposition players, how we can exploit them and how our team can be better constantly. The GPS data as well is incorporated into things. I heard, uh, I heard we had a little issue with your, uh, your GPS earlier in preseason. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> I'm stitching you up here. <laughs> nah, it's, so we're playing against Caroline Springs. They're having a good game, to be fair. And it looks like, you know, we get our GPS. We like to know how fast we, we, we ran. That's the most important thing. But we don't want to look like that we didn't run much in the game. And my GPS was we were at the game and uh, the Declan, the fitness uh, trainer, yeah. uh, goes to me, um, Sam, but where's your GPS? Because they're expensive units. And I'm like, oh, don't you have any? He's like, no, nah. I was on the bench. And he goes... Um, he goes, no, no, I can't find the guy. I must be on the pitch somewhere. And then we left the – we go to the change rooms after the game and then someone's saying, where's Rob's GPS? And then Benji goes, oh, I had it. And I was like, oh, yeah, where is it? And he's like, oh, I was on the pitch. I got it. And instead of getting it back to you, I go, what would you do? He goes, oh, I threw it. <laughs> and, and then we never got that GPS unit back. So, um, yeah, so – but, no, nah, we've got a new GPS for me. So everything's – so I've got to run again. So they, they didn't uh, tear strips off you for your, your numbers suddenly falling off a cliff at one no, point? I'm not surprised. The boys, the boys like to find ways to try and find me. Um, <laughs> but no, they, they, didn't, they didn't for this time. <laughs> oh, dear. So this game against Geelong is going to be massive. What kind of preparation have you done in the week? Is it just treating it as, as a normal game and, and trying not to let the, the spectacle of the, the whole situation affect you? Yeah, look, they've, um, the coaches have put in that sort of mindset for us. Um, the players know um, our job is to go out there, 
obviously we love to the goalies to play in front of fans and all that, and it's a special place. But in the end of the day, we're just playing football. We we all got the same objective to win the league this year, like we are as Preston. Um, but at the same time, we do want to play our brand of football and entertain the fans at the same time by winning. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, you've been creating chances. I think that's the important thing to say. 1-0 against Springvale last week didn't quite reflect the, the pattern of the game, right? No, look, um, we had an early chance with Noor. Um, if that goes in, they open up. They, they were happy to sit back and probably wait till the end and then get a grab a goal, smash and mm. grab, kind of like my thing in Italy. Um, but in the end... <laughs> we know we, it's an effective strategy. You, know, you, can't, it, you can't knock it. It does work. Mourinho's been doing it for years. But, um, yeah, so in the end, we knew 1-0, okay, it's three points, but we are creating the chances and we know one, one of these games that it's, they're all just going to be in the back of the net. Exactly. And, you know, the force field has to come off the goal at some point, right? I, I was actually commentating. I was in disbelief when it kept hitting the crossbar on the post. And uh, Kunda's effort from about 25 metres out came down off the crossbar and everyone's appealing for the goal. We need some goal line technology in that situation. I That's think. the thing, yeah. Kunda coming off the bench, him and Robbie, you know, with tied legs to kind of give us that push. It would have been a great to get that goal. I think he's still complaining that it is. He's probably, <laughs> <laughs> probably gone to FFV and made a report. But um, <laughs> nah, in the end, it's, it, it's, we got the three points and these, we're just trying to you know, look forward to John. Absolutely. Um, so we've got some comments coming through. Someone has, uh, has noticed that you've come straight from the job with your, your collar there. <laughs> so this is, this is the dedication and commitment, right? You know, he's, he's showing off a property at 7 p.m. He's still here at 8.30 to come on air. That's what we want from our Preston yeah. players. Yeah, we'll do anything for Preston and Lions Vakadlinia. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, people are trying to get you to roll like a line. I'm not going to embarrass you like that. They love so. that line. <laughs> Every time. But, you know, speaking of the, the roar of the crowd, that, that post-game song is going to be pretty special. Hopefully we can keep the lights on through the whole thing this time. But, uh, That's the thing, yeah. <laughs> it was pitch black halfway through. Yeah, you. no, like, look, I, even when you're on the pitch or in the, on the bench and stuff, you're listening to the songs, Bissa Balkansky, Um it gees up all the players. Um, and, yeah, we love to sing the song after the game. I'm pretty much at the main front of it and <laughs> singing his you letters. You in the thick of things. Uh, yeah, um, it's a song that, yeah, it brings everyone together and we love to see the faces of all the... The older generation, even the young kids that are pumping it up as well. Absolutely. There's so many kids involved, especially in the home games when you have the active fans here uh, up and singing and chanting the whole match. There's so many juniors, which is so good to see. Exactly. Uh, like That was me back in the day. Um, and that's why we're a destination club for these Mustang communities. But we're welcoming of every um, kid of all cultures and stuff. We're a place that is going places and, you know, it's the place to be. Well, I want to talk about some of the new players that have joined or indeed rejoined this season. We'll start with Connor Bell. Great to have him back at the club, right? But what a free kick. Look, we, I was here when Connor was, uh, when he was here and it was a big loss for us um, last year. Uh, we knew how much he loved the club. He was watching every game and stuff and we know how much quality he has. Um, he can beat men. He's got that blistering pace in behind. Um, he's a joy to play, play with and we're just so glad to have him. And that free kick just pretty much sums him up. Um, he's, he's on fire. As he uh, bags it all the free kicks, though, for Friday now that he scored one, though? Yeah, look, he was on the free kicks. I was listening to your commentary watching <laughs> the game back saying he moved me out. I was like, nah, that's yours. That's your territory. Um, well, you, you took one of the, uh, the earlier ones. Yeah, right? it is true, but I was trying to hit the guys on the back stick. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, right, so, so. yeah. Um, nah, but look, he's, uh, he's a great free kick taker, and whoever feels confident enough to take it 
and yeah, we just want the, the goal. Exactly, right. If it hits the back of the net, no one's upset. I mean, that was a beautiful trajectory on that one as well. It's so hard to get the ball up and down. Especially from that distance. Literally right on the edge of the box. Like that was so close to being a penalty. Uh, but th- that technique is, is something to behold. Yeah, and that, and and that's the quality he has. Um, he's obviously a player from the UK, and we know he can be in high leagues, but he chooses to play with us because he knows how special it is. I wanted to talk about your uh, your football fandom because obviously you love sporting Preston and and Macedonia as well. But I've noticed that you're uh, a big Liverpool fan as well. Uh, very online Liverpool fan, shall we say? He's got his Twitter feed. He's always tweeting away about Klopp and Salah and stuff. Is there a you know, is there a Liverpool player, you know, from over the, the journey that you've been supporting that you modelled yourself on? Uh, the, I used to be a Luis Garcia fanboy. You had my oh, okay. e- had my email address as Nick's Luis Garcia. <laughs> <laughs> and then the funniest thing is when I was in, the, I signed in Greece for Panathinaikos and he ended up being in the same dressing room. And it was like a surreal moment. I couldn't bring myself to say it to him. But um, no, nah, like, look, Harry Kill, obviously, and all that sort of stuff. Um, Liverpool, but yeah, big fan of Steven Gerrard. And I was fortunate to meet him. So, Luis Garcia, we can't just skim over that part. <laughs> yeah. Luis Garcia in the same dressing room. Like, did you even talk to him? You two, yeah, you... so we, he was a top bloke um, and all that. So, yeah, we talked about Liverpool and that was me. I was like, oh, he shot he shot it with his right foot. I'm like, oh, you're right. I thought you were right footed. He goes, no, nah, I'm left footed. And he was both footed. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, I've never had the top. Um, and then when I was at Sydney FC, uh, they had a Liverpool's Legends game. They told me to go to some wine thing um, to mm-hmm. just do some promo. And ended up being with him again. <laughs> and that's when I kind of, yeah. So it's a, yeah, funny, funny story. And he ended up signing in the A-League after. He was retired. And then they had a Liverpool Legends friendly. And then the Mariners went, oh, actually, that guy's still got it. <laughs> yeah. And then he scored a backhill goal or something as well for the Mariners. Yeah, just the quality that he had at the time and still does. Um, yeah, the difference in quality overseas to the A-League. Where does the Liverpool fandom come from? Is it a family thing? Is it, you know, watching them on TV growing up? Where does it? Besides being a... The best team in the world. Um, okay, well, yeah, yeah, and having the best fans and stuff like that. Um, yeah, my brother. My brother's been uh, is a lot older, and be mature. Uh, he's always looked after me and sort of stuff like that. He took me to Anfield. Um, and, yeah, so that's why we've always been um, close together with Liverpool. Right. So uh, you're always up all hours of the night watching those games? Growing up, I used to get used to have to listen to it on the radio. We didn't have Foxtel back then, <laughs> and then yeah, call in and stuff on the one of the shows and stuff for the trivia. But yeah, we're m- massive fans of Liverpool and stuff like that. I know you're a Man United fan. Sometimes uh, I try. Oh, and don't out me like this. <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, you're one of those Ollie's in guys, Ollie at the wheel, and all that sort of <laughs> stuff. So yeah, it's kind of changed now. I I definitely wasn't. Let's uh, <laughs> let's set the record straight there, but. Uh, I don't know. Manchester United, I could take or leave, to be honest. You, you're next level with your, uh, your Liverpool <laughs> fandom. So, yeah. so uh, let's talk about some of your other uh, other new teammates. You mentioned Norse Shahavdic, who had a pretty outstanding game against um, Springvale on the weekend. What has he brought to the squad? Uh, Noor has got all the qualities you can want from a forward. He's quick, he's got both feet, um, he gets on the ball, he tries to throw the ball. He's not selfish, um, but he he can score goals. Um, he was just unfortunate not to get the get his goal. Um, but he's a player that can play all the, all across the front. Um, he's integrated into the team beautifully um, with the team on and off the pitch. And, yeah, we're, we're lucky to have no. Absolutely. He's, he's one of those players who can take the ball under pressure. And that's that's what you want, right, playing in that kind of position. 
yeah, the only knock on him is we want him to be a bit more vocal in and around the change rooms and stuff like that. But Well, that's yeah. the thing. I wanted to get him on the show tonight and I was told he doesn't say a word to anybody. And so, you know. Yeah, I, and it's not. You got When you go one-on-one, like I, at the start, um, and as an older player, I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll try and talk to him. And stuff like that. He, he doesn't stop talking, but in and around – he kind of looks uh, reminds me of a bit of Roxy at times. Okay, <laughs> that right. sort of yeah, quite achiever. Yeah, exactly. But um, the quality that him and Roxy have on the pitch is what they brought here for. Exactly. Um, speaking of Roxy, by the way, what a performance uh, against Springvale! I thought he was absolutely outstanding in that holding midfield role. He does the unglamorous stuff, right? He's the rock. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's been here since my first stint. Uh, in the longest serving player in the men's uh, the se- men's senior squad, I believe. Exactly, and every year... Not at the club, mind. Di blows him out of the water by about 20 years. But, and um, and she'll, <laughs> and she'll continue for the, re- for <laughs> exactly. the generation. Um, but, yeah, no, Roxy, as you said, quite achiever. He does the things that others don't want to do, and he plays it simple to players that do want to do this, the things they want to do. Yeah, exactly. Um, but every team needs a player like Roxy, and, yeah, we're, we're glad to have him. So... You went through a bit of uh, adversity in that game in the opening couple of minutes. Really sad for uh, Ned, uh, Nadim Skenderovic to go down with an injury in the first five minutes or so on his starting debut. Uh, but even though Ersan Gulen was out for that game, you still had the man, the myth, the legend, Butka, to, to come in at centre-half. Yeah, look, Ned, uh, as um, Noor um, came in, we saw him at the one of the practice games. Yeah. I'm like, who's this guy? Like, he's he came in pretty late, right? He was uh, playing against Redbacks, I remember. That was yeah, his first game. Yeah, and I didn't know when he was. Was it forward? Was it just, and we just said, who's this massive kid? <laughs> and um, then when you found out his age, and then you saw his quality on the ball, uh, left-footed centre-back, which everyone's crying out for, um, his quality. And, yeah, it, it's sad that um, he ended up getting He's actually um, going to be okay. Uh, oh, it's excellent. not going to be out. Yeah, so we're fortunate to have him. Um, and, yeah, he's great around the club. But then again, you've got your Urson Gulam. His resume speaks for himself, and we're we like like I look at it, young boys here, go up to him. I don't know if you would like me to say that, but <laughs> go up to him and soak up as much as you can from his knowledge and stuff. Him, Batka, and all that. It's it's you don't get that much um, around in these sort of um, environments. And then obviously you're saying Batka, we've got the sponsor manager, the <laughs> the everything off the field. But then again, comes on at how old? Thirty nine, mm-hmm. and he puts in the shift and he, uh, I thought he he calmed us down in the yeah. time where, you know, and he was against Milos Lewic, who's a MPL name for over the years. And, yeah, we, yeah, Butka is just someone that, yeah, speaks volumes. Absolutely. He is uh, seamless. I don't think he expected to come on that early, but always ready when he gets the call up. And uh, Louis gave him a little rest at the end of the game as well, which is nice to see. On and then, then off, his job was done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, and that's why he plays his role to perfection. Um, when he needs to come in, he's he's always consistent. And, yeah, um, as a Macedonian person looking up to Batka mm. as well, legend on and off the field for us and, you know, grateful Batka for having him around. You mentioned the experience of, of Ersan Gulam in the squad. Um, he's voted captain this season. He's only been at the club a really short space of time, so that speaks volumes about the kind of person we're dealing with, right? Yeah, exactly. We had a, pre- a pre-season game against Geelong, and um, everyone, Louis hands the captaincy to different various pra- players during the preseason. And then Urson did a speech and everyone's like, that's, that's our guy. <laughs> um, but yeah, even if... It, what was the speech like? Set the scene for me. Because uh, it was before a preseason game. Like. Any, any given Sunday, um, <laughs> <Yeah>. Al Pacino. <laughs> Al Pacino. Um, but no, it, look, 
like I said, his resume speaks for himself. He's played at the highest level. But I think the best thing to say, he's like the nicest person. Like he's a top bloke. Mm. Um, he's funny. Um, he, he's not someone that's for what he's done in football and all that. He's you can have a chat to anyone. Anyone can up, come up to him. He's a uh, vocal on the pitch. He leads from mm. everywhere, and um, yeah, he just help tries to help as much as he can. Have you heard any uh, war stories about Besiktas or the Turkish national team yet? Has he uh, dropped oh, any of those? Not that I can tell. I mean. <laughs> no, nothing fit for broadcast? <laughs> nah, nah. I've got enough gems tonight. I'll, I'll wait for the next time. Absolutely. I reckon we should take a little break and we'll hear from our sponsors a little bit. And after the break, we'll uh, hear more from our guest, Rob Stambolziev, here on the Lions Den. You're listening to the Lions Den on FNR Football Nation Radio. Welcome back to the Lions Den for the final time this evening, broadcasting live from our brand new pavilion here at Genesis Steel Stadium. A massive thank you to all of the volunteers who've worked around the clock to make tomorrow night happen, our first home game against Geelong Soccer Club. It's an 8.30pm kickoff, but you're going to want to be here much, much earlier than that because we are dealing with a crowd in the thousands. Could be north of 5,000. Rob Stambolziev from the senior men's team is my guest tonight. Rob, you must be so excited. Yeah, look, it's, um, when you're growing up, you want to play in big crowds and, yeah, who gets 5,000 people? <laughs> um, and, then, yeah, that's the thing. Uh, we're at a club where... The A-League's not getting 5,000 people, mate. Nah, nah, they're complaining about it and all, all that sort of stuff. And, yeah, it's just it's excitement. We're, we're, ha- we're happy, excited to get on the pitch and show the fans what we can do. The volunteer ethic around this place is absolutely unbelievable. We had people up on Cherry Picker putting up the new metal signage on top of the, the grandstand today. We had people doing signage, painting. It's, it's absolutely phenomenal what, what people sacrifice and give up to make this club what it is. And that's why we're, we're a massive community and we're grateful for everyone that volunteers and helps out as much as, much as you can. Um, it's a place that people do want to do that for the club. Um, they want to give out of the pocket. They want to take time out of their work. We've seen with um, our, just our presidents, our committee members and all that. But besides them, there's every every person that wants that's a fan that comes out and helps this club to achieve what we're trying to do. Absolutely. Uh, we've got some comments coming through. Uh, Benji, stunned to hear that you, you're, you've played in Greece. Do you often share a few Greece stories around the... No, the boys kind of try and... Oh, did you play A-League? Did you play... <laughs> like, oh, I'm kind of quiet and stuff like that. Hey, um, they don't all have Wikipedia pages like no, yours. So. The thing is, we all have on our resume Wikipedia. We play for Preston Lions. <laughs> so we, that's, that's, that's big enough. But you still had some pretty amazing experiences in your, your career. Obviously, you know, coming back here is incredibly special. But to play in some of the competitions that you have, to play in, I think it was the Asian Champions League for Sydney FC, like... That's a that's a serious level. Yeah, it's something I'll be great. Um, uh, I'll be proud of um, once I'm done playing and stuff like that. I have experienced a lot in my life. Got to move over to UK when I was 14. Um, live overseas, um, and then yeah, playing the A League and stuff like that. I was I was thinking like tomorrow we're playing in front of five thousand. Like I was at ANZ playing against Chelsea, eighty thousand. I'm mm-hmm. probably more nervous to play against the five thousand tomorrow <laughs> with all our family and friends. <laughs> well, take Preston out of the equation. What's the best atmosphere you've ever played in? It's a tough question, I know, to spring on you with no prep. But any, what's the first one that springs to mind? That one would be the Kereskaki. It's the Olympiakos um, in Greece. Wow. Um, yeah, played them in the cup. Um, there was like 27,000. 
Oh, that, that place is basically on fire. Like, yeah. The, <laughs> literally, there's so many the flares. In the A-League, you get one flare, they're probably calling the game off. But um, there, <laughs> you're getting thrown with all sorts of stuff like that. And I remember one time, it was like someone threw a chicken on the on the pitch and it's just running around. So A live chicken. Yeah, a live chicken. How do you get that into the stadium? Oh, I don't know. And how do, you, how do they do half the stuff that they do over there? But um, yeah, I'd say the Kereskaki. <laughs> uh, Davos saying can Stambo be on the lion's den every week you're available on Thursdays right we can make this regular uh, I need a co-host this season actually the position yeah. is still vacant by the way look Benji had his chance I think last year I think he was <laughs> gunning for that position um, uh, look uh, work's been pretty busy and stuff like that but I appreciate it um, <laughs> good comment though I think he's playing over in Macedonia himself so talented oh, wow. young lad as well and Alex says must score tomorrow Rob no pressure yet yeah, ah, Alex um, is an on, on the honour board member. Um, Fantastic. Yeah. So, yeah, thanks for that. Um, yeah, look, if I score, it'd be a special celebration, but, you know, the three points are what matters. Well, that's a good segue because we have to, we have to thank everybody who's contributed to make this honour board initiative a success. It's been ordered. It's, it's going to be there. It's going to be, like, so special to have these people in the pavilion uh, as invited guests for... Uh, the function that's going on for sponsors and honour board members beforehand. So that's important to note. From 7pm, there's going to be an event on in this brand new building and general uh, public fan access to the pavilion uh, will be after half time. Uh, so we just want to honour the, the people who've contributed so much uh, to the club and uh, there's going to be a special event on in here. But across the course of the season, we're going to be showing off this place. So... Uh, uh, the canteens outside on the exterior of this building, the old canteen in the uh, in the uh, grandstand, and then we've got Get Duck, which is you can order on your phone. It's pick up points over the scoreboard and the entrance to the ground. They'll send you a text message when it's ready. How good is that kebabi? When it's it's like it's like Uber Eats for kebabi. Yeah, look, the lines would have been crazy. So exactly, Get Duck. Um, that's it, yep. Yeah, look, that, that's something that unheard of and it's something genius and that I'm sure everyone's going to get on their phone and be ordering away. How many? One kebab or two kebab? I don't know how, <laughs> much, how many people are going to start ordering if it's getting delivered to them. I hope we get a big take up on that because it's a brand new app. But I think that's like secretly like a sneaky reason why people want to come and play at Preston Lions. Like you talk about the crowd, the atmosphere, the facilities. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the food is unbelievable. Yeah, that's the thing. Like people come and go to a halftime, get something, they're like, we're sold out. Like it's just like people are going early and stuff like that. So yeah, that's it's a great thing to have to get ducked. But um, yeah, the kebab, the Macedonian cuisine is something, you know, you can't buy elsewhere. I'm getting some tips from the comments on questions now. Steven says, ask him about LeBron versus MJ. You're a basketball fan? Yeah, like you said, a little, massive Liverpool fan. I'm a LeBron James stan. Um, oh, <laughs> the guy can't do no wrong in my eyes. Um, greatest player. in, And yeah, um, boss Demi, kind of get on Twitter. And Come on, you it, didn't watch The Last Dance? Yeah, The Last Dance, it's a, it's a nostalgia thing. It's a propaganda by the media and stuff like that. <laughs> 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 no, nah, nah, look, he was a great player, but um, LeBron James says, yes, yeah, past him in my eyes. Do you have a team that you follow or are you just going for LeBron? No, look, wherever LeBron James been, I'm a Cleveland fan. I'm a Miami here, back to Cleveland. And now a Lakers fan. And now you were making fun of me for supporting Manchester United. I think that's a bigger crime, to support one player. Yeah, uh, but look, it's the greatest player. It's basketball. It's five players on a team. They all change it all the time, so it's kind of hard to get. And (laughs) and it's based in – and it's a sport I can't play. Right, okay. No, all the coordination with your feet, right? Yeah, you've got to be a certain height, I guess, to play basketball and stuff like that. But um, nah, I'm more of, yeah, yeah, stick to soccer. Uh, what you're, you're taller than me, so, you know, this is a start. There, we'll go one-on-one. <laughs> <laughs> 
So um, we should get towards wrapping this thing up tonight. It's been so great to see everybody contributing uh, in the comments. Oh, Kira's asking, why'd you swap the number 10 for the number eight this season? Okay, Kira. Um, I think Kira probably bought number 10 top, or like, okay. like everyone else did. Yeah, um, yeah no. Uh, <laughs> I was a, as a junior, I was a number eight. Um, so, like, I wanted to go back to that sort of thing. Um, and, yeah, that's why I've always liked the number eight and the number came available. I don't know how much Robbie uh, Namoski wanted the number 10, Silk. So, I thought I'll, I'll, give, I'll give it to him. I think there's one obvious reason. Stephen Gerrard, right? Exactly, Stephen. <laughs> Stephen I've, I've fixed that's, it. That's a good one, yeah. <laughs> Exactly, Stephen Gerrard. Stephen Gerrard. I mean, you know, never won the Premier League. But, yeah. How hard, Gerrard? <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's getting late here at the Pavilion. We should sign off here on the Lions Den. We are so excited for tomorrow night. Get here early. Find a park on uh, the industrial areas off Radford Road. It's a short walk up because parking around the ground is going to be gone before you know it. So make sure you're prepared. You've got your membership. It's going to be scanned at the gate. So um, it's going to be checked. Uh, or you've got your money ready to, to get in. Um, so we just have to be mindful of the volume of people that the club is going to be dealing with tomorrow night and the effort that everybody who is volunteering their time is going to to make this big event logistically possible. So just be kind, be patient, and be enthusiastic and excited for our first home game of the season. I know that atmosphere is going to tear the roof off this place. It's going to be incredible. 100% looking forward to seeing everyone here. So support our senior teams this weekend, not only the men who played 8.30 tomorrow night, but the women who are in action uh, against their title rivals, Burundara Eagles, on Sunday. It's a 3.15pm kickoff uh, at the Darabin uh, Sports Centre uh, on the synthetic pitch there. Uh, the senior women are looking in great shape. Uh, the Fitness tests are off the charts. They scored nine goals in their first game. No better time to, to get on board with the women's team as well. But we will see you here tomorrow night at BT Connor Reserve, Jenna Steel Stadium. Go Preston.